0: Bet, the last taf of the masechet and we continue with the praise of the land of israel especially its tremendous produce so we um, are talking about haazinu where it says Vidam aynav tishte hamer that the blood of grapes you, uh, from the blood of grapes, you will drink foaming wine, uh, so comparing blood, to, uh, blood uh, grapes don't produce blood, but rather it's referring to wine, which in the rest of us you know, also is compared to blood um uh, so what does this mean we do local and this world is not like the next world in this world if you want to make wine you have to go and and pick the grapes and press them and st- st- step on them it's a long process but in the future you could just bring one giant grape It'll be, you'll have to need a wagon or a boat to carry it and you can put it in the corner of your house and from that one grape it will produce wine already. You don't even have to make the wine and there'll be enough to fill a giant jug, a pitus, which is uh, pictured here. That's uh, the uh, large size Greek jug. Uh, and uh, and uh, furthermore, the, the wood that you'll get from the vines will be enough to uh, cook a dish under it, uh, to use, make a fire to, to cook a dish. Um, and every grape, you can get from it more than 30 jugfuls of wine, each with a capacity of a se'ah. We learn that from the word hamed, which literally means foaming wine, but we read it as homed, which means 30 se'ah in the blessings that Jacob gives to his sons it says binding his full to the vine what does that mean that the grapevines in Israel are going to be so big you only have one in Israel that you will not require a foal to carry the load of its heart. From one grapevine, you're going to need an animal uh, to uh, to carry what it produces. And uh, a donkey's colt, uh, the choicest vine, that is serak also means a barren tree, that even the, the trees that we think are barren now, in the future, in Eretz Yisrael, they will produce fruit so much that that you'll need Two donkeys reading "beni" as "bene," meaning a plural. Uh, this is important because actually the parashah is going to end on this note of barren trees becoming fruitful. And if you say, "Wait, these, tr- these trees—they don't have wine," so that's why we're continuing to to read back in the, in uh, in Hazino. Uh, that there's going to be so much wine that they're going to wash their garments garments in wine. Why would you do that? Doesn't it stain? Well, I guess if you wash the old thing in in wine. Well, the point is that there's so much wine that you can use it even to wash your clothes if you want. And maybe you'll say, maybe it's uh, wine, but it's not red wine. It's like blood, so that is red. Uh, and maybe you will say that this wine does not uh, inebriate, does not have a lot of alcohol. So we're reading Suto as if it's like the word Mesit that causes one to be crazy. So, it, it is uh, alcoholic. And maybe you'll say, it's not, uh, it doesn't taste so good. So, that's why the next phrase says, his eyes will be red with wine. And the word, is an interesting word, we're parsing as, every palate that tastes it will say, for me, for me. Uh, okay, so what we're doing is we're taking each phrase in this pasuk in uh, in vaihi and explaining how each phrase adds more to the one before it showing the great blessing of this fruit of the land of Israel and this one maybe you'll say that the young people will like it but not the old elder people will not be as good. And that's why the rest of the Pasuk says, his teeth will uh, be his teeth white with milk. And don't read that as leben shinaim, but rather leben shanim. That one who is uh, of um, has many years also will like it. Be a refined taste, even for those who are um, older in years. Peshatetik Now after this fantastic midrash that we brought from this pasuk, and each word, and uh, the, this wine, and how great it is, is coming from this from these trees. that's already fermented and tastes good. Uh, all right, you you know you really went and exaggerated a lot. What's the simple, literal meaning of the Pasuk? Can you tell us? Uh, rather, this is actually a, uh, a, a, an allegory to HaKadosh Baruch and Israel. Israel says, right, Try to hint with your eyes um, that you love us because that is sweeter than wine. And show us your teeth. So the Ben Shinaim. As referring to teeth, like when you smile, right? Then you show the whiteness of your teeth, right? Show us a smile because uh, God's showing his love for us in favor. That is better than milk. Uh, okay, so that's the... Peshat of the pasuk, which I think is really interesting, because this is a very metaphorical, allegorical explanation of the pasuk that God could uh, uh, smile and God could uh, wink with His eyes and show His love. Is uh, that that is the literal interpretation? Okay, so that's pretty funny. Misayat Lehad LeRabbi Yochanan. Tamar Rabbi Yochanan. Toma Rabbin Shinaim El Chaberoy. Yotemim Mashkeo Halab, Shene Marul Ben Shinaim Me Chalab Artikre Le Ben Shinaim and this supports what Abiyo Hanan says about this is not about God just about two people that better that you show the whiteness of your teeth to your friend meaning if you show your friend a smile it's better than giving him a nice rich uh, uh, glass of milk to drink um, because this pasuk here in Vaichi says, ulben chinaim, uh, mechalav, so it's showing the whiteness of teeth, not Ulben uh, sun, but rather leaven, meaning the whiteness of teeth is better than milk. Okay. adam velata. Another story showing the greatness of the fruit of the land of Israel is about Rabbi Chiyah, who was the school teacher. Of, Resh, of the of the children of Resh Lakish. And one time Rabbiah did not come for three days. He didn't show up to teach the kids. So when he came, Kiata, Amale Amai Ipagat Resh Lakish says, where, where were you the past three days? He says, you know, you have to understand, my father left me just one branch of one grape vine, and one day, the first day I harvested it, uh, 300 clusters of grapes, and each cluster had enough to fill a jug of wine. Tremendous so 300 times that so I couldn't stop there because even this one branch look how much it had and I went on the second day I got another 300 grape clusters on the second day this time I needed two clusters to fill a jug of wine so the yield was only half as much as the first day still it was a lot so I couldn't stop there third day I I got the same amount of clusters even though on the third day they yielded even less. I needed three clusters to fill up one jug. And then even after that there was so much more I had to give away more than half of it. Right, So I was busy uh, um, uh, uh, getting all this, uh, 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 these clusters and getting the wine uh, from this inheritance, so that's why I didn't come to teach the kids. you <speaking in Hebrew> he did the wrong thing. If you did not delay, you uh, coming to teach the children, you would have produced even more wine um and uh so you should uh, you should not have done that right so it's not about the time that you spend it's about about going and teaching the children that's the main thing that's getting you uh your blessing and so you should have come and teach, taught the children and you could have spent less time uh with the grapes and you would have yielded even more Okay. Rami, Bari, Heskel, Igla, Lebe, Bneberak, Hazan, Hulan, Hu, Ize, Deca, Achlan, to te, te, ene, Ve, Ka, Natef, Dubshat, te, ene. Rami once came to Bnei Berak in Israel and he saw some goats that were grazing under a tree and this tree was a fig tree and there was honey not not bee honey but date honey that was oozing from the figs that were so uh uh big and and uh, full that there were the this uh, the sweet um uh, juice was was coming out of the figs and going down onto the floor and furthermore these goats were had milk Dripping from them because they were so full, and then there were two. The two liquids were mixing with each other as they fell down. And Rebbechaiskel said, "Look, literally, a land flowing with milk and honey. It's literally flowing with the milk of these goats and with the honey from these dates, from these figs." Uh, There you go. So this, by the way, is important because probably the divash in the pasuk is referring to fig honey or date honey, not bee honey which is more rare. So Rabbi Yaakov also wants to talk about the extent of the milk and honey in Israel. He explains that there's three meals of a distance from Lud to ono, and one time he woke up in the morning and he walked uh, the whole way, an ankle deep in honey that was oozing from the fig trees. Uh, so it's literally flowing the whole time. So next rabbi says, Even more, I saw, I saw this area um, that was flowing with milk and honey near Sipori. And this area was 16 by 16 meal, in other words, 256 square miles, all full of honey. I'mar daba bar bar Hannah l'didi chazil ezabat chalbash shall call it Israel. The next rabbi uh, uh, ups the ante even more, and he says, "I saw the whole Israel that was full of um honey." V'avya be be'mirche ad akradet tul banki estin vetaten parse urka uftya shita parse. This uh, this area that I saw stretched from uh, uh, this bet uh, mirche. Uh, Mircea, until the fortress of Tulbanki, it was two, uh, uh, 22 um, uh, parse by, by 6 parse, which is equal to about uh, 132 square parcings, or 2,112 square mil. Okay, huge amount, all of it full of milk and honey. Rabbi bi haylabar wa bi avirabi usabtanina iklalahu atra. Oh these uh three rabbis went to a certain place. Ay tu kamaihu afal sakad habak ilfas. Kafar hinu they saw they brought uh a peach that was as large as a stupa. Av ilfas kafar hinu as a stupa up uh, kafar hinu. They had really big stewpots. How big was their stupas? Kamahave hamish sa'in 5 sa'. This is like 10 or 20 gallons. Uh, these large stupas. So there was a peach that there was that was that big. <laughs> they brought it to the sages. They could only eat a third of it because it was so big. They gave away another third, and the other third there was not even enough people to eat. They gave it to the animals to eat the last third. <laughs> so the next year, al Azad went there to you know say, check out the peaches. <laughs> But that year, they brought him a peach and he could could hold it in his hand. It was much smaller. So he said, this is a fruitful land. Don't blame the land. Uh, But it turned into a salt waste. When you put salt on the land, it can't grow anything. Why? Because of the wickedness of the people who dwell there. In other words, because of uh, our sins, sins of the residents there, they uh, uh, they caused the produce to shrink. Not because the land of Israel is blessed, but the people have to deserve it katufe ki igle another story about uh, produce diminishing because of uh, because people that don't deserve it so Rabbi Yeshua ben Levi went to the to gavla in the Golan and he saw some clusters of vines and they looked like they were as large as calves uh, he looked out and said wow they were so big he actually thought that they were calves so so he said, hey, there's calves among the grapevines, right? You should better shoot them away so that they don't destroy the grapevines. And so the farmers, No, those are the clusters. Those aren't calves. They look so big. They look like calves. But that actually are the clusters. So the ben said, told the land, 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 gather in your fruit. Don't produce so much. Why are you producing so much? For these, not, for these Gentiles who stand over us in our sins, who are punishing us, for these foreigners, right? Better keep your blessing for another time when there's people that are more deserving. And, uh, and so he told, uh, uh, he, he, said, he told the land, the people that you're serving don't deserve it. Okay, and this um, uh, says here Goyim. If you look in the normal printed edition, it does not say that. Here you can see the Vilna printed edition says Arviyim, Arabs. Um, But in all other manuscripts it says Goyim. So clearly Goyim is the original referring to whoever was living there, uh, you know, Romans, other uh, other nationalities that were living in the land of Israel. Uh, the Adaviyim had to it, had it turn into Adaviyim, so this must be because of censors, uh, Christians that said, Oh, you're referring to Christians? Right? Uh, uh, so you got to take that out. So they changed it to Arabs, although Arabs would not make sense because in the times of the Talmud, um, the Arabs were not just to be wandering uh, nomads, but they were not in charge of the land. Um, and so when you read the print edition of the Vilna, it sounds like Arabs, maybe people are going to say, look, this is uh, uh, saying something negative about, about Muslims, but there were no Muslims. There was no Islam was not created yet, and Arabs were just the nomadic people and not in charge of anything. So, um, uh, so it's important to know that the Atavim is not the original, but rather as it is in here, uh, they restored it to the manuscript version. Um, okay, now that's not the end of the story. And a year later, Rabbi came to that same place. He saw the clusters, and they were as large as goats, not as much uh, big as calves, so they, you see they did lessen, because of Rabbi Chiyoshua ben Levi's statement. And so he says, So he told uh, the farmers, Hey, I see goats among the grapevines, you better shoo those goats away. Now, actually, those were the clusters themselves, but they didn't want to tell him that, because then he might say the same thing as B'yoshua Levi, that they don't deserve. So, le'zil, lan ki chabrach. They said, go, go away, otherwise you're going to curse the land like the previous year, right? It's true that there's, uh, maybe we don't deserve it, but, you know, we we don't want this uh, these great clusters to be any less than, uh, any less than they are. bet korin, in, uh, when when Israel is blessed, when it's you know fully at its at its best, well, an area that measures one betzeah can produce five thousand kor. This is like many thousands and thousands of times more than what would be the normal yield. And that's compared to Egypt, the most fertile part of Egypt, is, which is Soan. And over there, what same the same amount of same area, one betsa produces only seventy kor. So this is seventy-two chameshet uh, fifty thousand, actually, right? Fifty thousand times uh, the uh, what what you put into it. Okay, Ditanya, Amara Bimeir, Anida e Tibiat Bet Shaan sashib in Kore. Now we're gonna derive this fifty thousand. How do we know? Uh how do we know it? So but says I saw Bet Shaan not So'an. So'an is in Egypt. Bet is in the north of Israel, a very good land, right? So like, you know, in a normal time, a very, very good land and Israel produces 70 kor. Uh, that 70 is the same as So'an, right? So the good land of So'an, the good land of Bet one area of Bet Produces seventy cord. When the camel doesn't belong to the tribes of the tribes of Israel. When the camel doesn't belong to the tribes of Saan. They were made by the Now, oh, the best land of, of the whole earth is in Egypt, and the best land within Egypt is Saan. How do you know that Egypt is the best land? Because the Torah compares it to Gan Eden. Ke Gan Hashem is like Eitz Mitzrayim. Uh, so that's that's is talking about Sedom, which is compared to which is compared to Misraim. So Misraim is the best land. And how do you know that Son is the best within? Because the uh, kings live there. The princes live there, so they're going to live in the best land possible. And if you want to find a rocky land where it's hard to grow things, there's not no place rockier than That's where there there are the burial caves, like the Ma'at that's good if you want to have a cave because it's very rocky. It's good for burying. It's not so good for planting. Nevertheless, the worst land of Israel, is seven times better than Soan, the best land of Egypt. Had you The simple reading of this is that Chevron was built up as a city seven years before the area of Saan in Misraim. So it's telling you chronologically. But we read this differently. If you say "built" means actually the city was built earlier, that can't be. Would someone build a house for his younger child before he builds a house for his older child? Because look at the, the 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 order of the uh genealogy the children of ham were first kush then mitzrayim he was second and Fut Kenan. uh Hebron is in canaan so you see that mitzrayim was older than Kena'an. uh so uh, so too the land of mitzrayim was built up must have been built up before the land of Kanaan, because you wouldn't build a home for a younger son before an older son so therefore this pasuk cannot mean chronologically the Chevron was earlier than So'an, rather, built-up means more developed, more fertile um, than So'an, seven times. Okay. And that's talking about even Cheveron, which is the rockiest land. But uh, if it was a not rocky land, it would be even more. So it's going to be you know we already have 70 is saan on times seven is 490 and that's the rocky part so the good part is going to be at least 500 kor. and so that's when it's just plain when israel's you know just a uh, standard yield it's 500 times but when it's the best yield it's a hundred times that so that ends up with a total of 500 times 100, which is 50,000. Okay, that's how we get the 50,000. That ends up being one and a half million times more than the seed that you start with. That's how much yield it would be. Tanya. Amada Biyose, Biyose says that if you have one se'ah of wheat that you uh, reap in Yehuda, once you process it, you get five se'ah. So this defies the law of conservation of matter. Uh, that when you separate this, the, the grain, you're going to have one se'ah. Of uh, fl- regular flour, once have uh, fine flour, once have uh, bran, uh, once have uh, coarse bran, uh, once a uh, have c- c- of this inferior flour. All right, the the quality of the flour depends on how much of the of the shell of the bran is, is mixed up in it. So the very fine flour is only from the wheat kernel. Um, so that's, that's the hardest to get. Uh, but uh, it, all all of the uh, uh, the v- the various um, qualities are useful for for something. So when you end up. Up with when you fully process it, you get five times the original amount that you put in. Uh, so in the Sadoki, who usually are uh, the uh, antagonists of the rabbis, said that says you're doing very very well that you're praising the land and improving the land I agree with you right so here's something that even the the Sadducees and the rabbis can agree with that the land is uh, very blessed and he explains my father left me one bad but from that one bit he could produce enough oil wine uh, produce, legumes, and he can even have his sheep pasture all from that one piece of land. Amaleiahu bar Emora al bar ad Israel haet lata de kaima agudad yerdena kamagri gadri to mina an Amorite from outside the land of Israel was speaking to a resident in the land of Israel and they're comparing whose land is better. So the Amorite asks, uh, this uh, palm tree that's on the banks of the Jordan Israel, how many dates can you pick from it? And so the uh, Israeli said, 60 kor. Amalei akati lai tuha. Says, you have, the Amorite said, you have not entered fully the land of Israel and you're, you're already, already destroying it. Right? He says, you, you have a good land but you're already not producing as much as I can produce, I am able to get 120 kor when I was farming it. Oh, the, so the person from Israel said, oh, I was only talking about one side of the tree. On one half of the tree, I got, I got 60. But I also, from the, both sides of the tree, I can get 120. Okay, so the person that lived in Israel would not really let himself be shown up by this Amorite. Amad of Chista, my dichtiva lach eres chemdah na halat sebi. Pasuk in Emiliah says um, Hashem gives us a pleasant land, sebi, goodly heritage or desirous. What does this mean? Lamezisel nimshal nimshal sebi sebi literally is a deer. Lomad l'cha mas sevi ze en ma hazik or besarah afersisel enah ma hazet ma peroteha. So why is this isel compared to a deer? Just like a deer, once you skin it, you can't get the its flesh back in. Its uh, its uh, 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 skin is uh, stretches, and once you take it off, you can't get it back on to the same amount of uh, flesh that it was once on when it was alive. So, uh, um, uh, so to Israel, um, uh, the the produce, the fruit that it bring that it produces, can't fit on the land. Right, there's a limited size land, and it produces so much that you don't even have anywhere to store it. You can't believe where it came from. Um, or another interpretation that just like a deer is very fast faster than all the other animals so to Israel ripens its fruits faster than all the countries usually when something grows uh, uh, very fast it also may mean that it's not as tasty so you might say just like a deer is very fast but its meat is not fatty we we like non-fatty meat, but they like fatty meat, tastier. They needed their their uh, their their protein and their fat. Um, but so it's Yisrael, although it grows quickly, but maybe the fruit is not as juicy. So that's why the pasuk uh, another pasuk in Shemot says that it is uh, milk uh, juicier than milk, sweeter than mine. And uh the, the it goes fast and it's also the best tasting. Nabi el Azar Kihaba Salik, that's it's Israel Amar, Palti Lima So Rabbi Elazar, he made Aliyah. When he made Aliyah, he said, I got one curse off of me. We'll see what these curses are. And when he got Semicha, became a rabbi, he says, now I got another curse uh, uh, done off of me. And when he was appointed to be on the special council that set the calendar, only the top rabbis can be on that council, he says, I've been speaking of the third, um, the third curse was he talking about? My hands is against the prophet that spoke falsely, uh, and the, the continuation of the pasuk says, "They will not be in the council of my people." So that's a curse that you can't be in the council of my people. So uh, but he was able to join the council, meaning the high council that decided the calendar. So I got rid of that curse that Yechazkel mentioned. That those false prophets, they will not be written in the register of the house of Israel that is referring to Semicha. when I got Samicha uh, that I knew that curse didn't apply to me they are cursed that they will not be able to enter the land of Israel when I made Aliyah then I knew look I didn't get that curse I'm, I was uh, I merited to live in the land of Israel Rabbi Zera went to Israel he was crossing over the Jordan River Um, But he couldn't get a ferry, right? He missed the last ferry. And so he took hold of a rope, um, a stronger cross, and uh, he crossed uh, by hanging on to this rope, uh, maybe walking on a log. Right, kind of a, a dangerous, not an uncomfortable way to cross over. <inaudible> a sadoki. de kadmitu Akati taichu kaimitu. A sadoki said, you Jews, well, they're also Jewish, you rabbis, um, you're hasty people, you talk before you listen. How do you know that? Because you people, you said nase and then nishma. Though you committed to doing it before you knew what you were going to do. What you were going to do. You've always been hasty. And so now look how you just act uh, hastily. Why don't you sit and wait for the next ferry? Why are you crossing into the land of Israel in such a, a sloppy way? It says, even Moshe and Aaron, they didn't merit to get into the land of Israel. I don't want to wait one more second. I'm so eager to go. I'm even going to go in this dangerous, uncomfortable way into the land of Israel. So yes, sometimes being a little zealous and hasty is a good trait. Look how much the following Rabbis loved the land of Israel when they came, when Rabbi Abba came to Akko, that's a port city, so when he landed, he would kiss the rocks of Akko. That's a, a good uh, source for it today. Right? People land in Ben-Gurion and, and they, they kiss the ground, they kiss the tarmac. Now it's harder to do because you, you don't land, uh, you can't go on the ground also. You got to go into the tunnel. Um, okay. But wherever you get to the ground, you kiss the ground. Here's a source for it. Um, and the uh, Chiyah would repair stumbling blocks. Anytime he was going on the way, the highways, he would t- remove, fix the potholes, remove the rocks. He's probably uh, understanding literally the Pasuk in Yeshaya that says, Yeshivu mesila, prepare away. way. So so that when everybody comes to Edith they won't have stumbling blocks. He wanted it to be an easy path. For everyone to come and make Aliyah. the bMA and the BSA when they were sitting in the land of Israel they, if it was a sunny spot they would move to a shade when it was shady they moved to the sun. in other words, if they were too hot, they would go to the shade, if they were too cold, they would go to the sun. they made sure always to be in a comfortable spot wherever they were studying and teaching in Israel, so that no one would ever say, "Oh, this land is too hot, this land is too cold. they would make it comfortable so that everybody would praise the land of Israel, shouldn't say anything negative, not even about one spot of the land of Israel. he would roll in the dust of Israel. As Pasuken says, your servants take pleasure in the stones and love her dust. Even the dust is beloved. When you love something so much, you just want to uh, roll in it. So all those are positive, but now we're going to have one negative statement and, and end with a positive. Amar, The generation in which the Mashiach is going to come Ben David, there are going to be Category, I mean prosecutors uh, denouncements against Torah scholars. When he said to Shmuel, he agreed and said, "It's going to be refinement after refinement, just like if you have metal and you want to refine it and get the pure silver out, right? So you have to you have to uh, uh, put it in hot fire again and again, and you take out the dross, and you end up with less and less and less. Sometimes a tenth, and then a tenth of that, till you get it pure." It's a very difficult um, and torturous process, but that's the same thing here, that the Tamedach are going to be refined, and that will come with suffering and lessening. Rab Yosef de bazozeh It's going to be spoilers and spoilers of, of, of spoilers. In other words, you're going to spoil, to spoil the land, take everything away, and they're going to plunder it again and again until there's hardly anything left. But whatever's left will be very high quality, very pure. Uh, So this is quite a negative statement, but it's saying I think a warning, you know, if you're living during hard times, don't give up, don't think it's the end, right? Still have faith, have trust, have hope, have emunah, because maybe that just means that you are right before the good things to come, the time of Mashiach. And in fact, the Rav says in the future, even the barren trees will bear Bear fruit as the pasuk in Yoel says um, uh, that a tree uh, bears its fruit and the fig tree and the vine tree will yield yield their strength. So this um, teaching that the the, the regular trees, etz, etz is just a regular tree is even going to give fruit. We saw it above, so really, this teaching could have been placed above where it fit better. Um, but I think we want to end on a positive note and end on a messianic note. Many massertot do end on a, on a note of uh, uh, a calling for the mashiach and I think we see from these two last sources why this is all here. what's the point of all this you know this great blessing and you know, exaggerated uh, 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 explanations and descriptions of what the land of Israel was and even more about what it will be. I think the idea is that, pe- that people should hold out hope and look forward to the ingathering of exiles and the returning to the land of Israel. And the second to last paragraph here says, listen, there might be suffering along the way, right? But don't be despondent, right? Don't give up hope just because you see that. Look forward to that goal. And so this uh, this whole series of Agadot is to keep that Jewish spirit alive. And we can be thankful today that we can uh, already uh, start to see the beginnings of this great blessing of the State of Israel.